0: Thanks for tuning into the Refuge Church Sermon Podcast. It's our prayer that the Spirit would use God's Word to stir your affections for Christ during this time. While we're glad to provide this online content, please remember that it's not intended to replace commitment and connection within a local church family. Now, here's this week's message. That's how we're gathering for... That's funny, Jeremy. You're talking about contactless... Off- one day we'll be back to full. Con- um, last week, I got to hold this up higher uh, since I don't have my, my pulpit. Um, he gave, and it was funny. I got a text afterwards, and he was like, "It was amazing. It's almost like they they knew my sermon, uh, and they and they gave this grand narrative of scripture. Uh, it was especially for you that we did that." Um, and so, what we're going to do? He kicked off this new sermon series for us that, that we're going to be in for a while. Uh, and we're going to this is going to also a grand story of Scripture because it's a great story. Not only that, but as Jeremy was saying, it, 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 it we have it is the grand story of existence, and it calls us up uh, into a story that ends with, as Jeremy said, it ends with the resurrection. So, if you're this is the worst case scenario for us. That God will that, that God will make His blessings flow. Far ...by this pandemic, by the virus, by the curse. God's the resurrection power of square inch that has been... that's, But now, that's then. We're going to get to then. Um, but uh, a good place to start. What I want to do, I want you to sit and listen. If you want to open your Bibles and follow along, you can, but I'd rather you just sit and listen. Okay? ...blows for a minute. And soak this in. In the beginning, God created the heavens, and God said, let there be light. He saw that the light was good, and separated the light from the God called the dry land earth, and the waters were gathered together, and he called seas. Their primary education would have been about the Mesopotamian gods, the Egyptian gods, the Canaanite gods. Their origin stories would have come from those origin stories, and so when God made and you need to know who I am and how I have brought you to be. Does that make sense? It was incredibly important for them. And so he gives them, he demonstrates that not only is he more powerful than the Egyptian god, but he gives them the narrative. What am I about? I um, it, it has some similarities to the creation narratives that they would have known, but it also has some very, very distinct differences creation stories. Genesis, as, as a helpful tool, Genesis was not, is not a science textbook. It was not written for It's not written to, de- to, to uh, address scientific questions necessarily. Now there's certainly some scientific revelation in here. But it reveals the character of God, how he created, what's in contrast to the other creation stories. Uh, and there are some similarities, but there's also some, some differences. The primary source... Akkadian uh, literature was Mesopotamian literature in that day that tells about creation. Um, I wrote this down because it's not like I just knew this. Uh, the hold on, Where, yeah, the Shibaka stone uh, that has the most extensive uh, Egyptian creation account but the primatian mm-hmm. gods. Uh, there's some fascinating reads if you want to read on it. Of God. It tells the story of from the rumblings under the water and and uh, Apsu got a little tired and wore him out. And so Apsu wanted to put to death some of these about uh, is a female of mankind. One account tells that he goes to battle with Tiam, who is the birth goddess, to create a being to dig the trenches. He takes one of the lesser gods, and kills him. And again, these are the origin stories that the Israelites see, but there's also some uh, some distinct differences. God doesn't appear, the God of the Israelites doesn't appear out of the sea. In these origin stories, the sea is there in the beginning. The Israelite God, he is there in the beginning. They are created by the power of God's word. God says, let there be and there. Be. So I'm gonna this is gonna be, but that let there be light, and there was light. In the Hebrew, basically says it's like Yahi or, et, Yehi or or. It's repeated. God says, and it happens. It's a profound mark of. God. You're trying to keep the gods happy because there's multiple gods and they have different levels of power. You want to make sure you have a good livestock, have lots of fertility, but you also have, right? you have all these different gods that you're trying to please and they're kind of warring with one another and how are your sacrifices going to go down with this? There's no sun god. There is a god who put the sun in the sky to rule the day and the moon in the sky to rule the night. These were gods of chaos in their own worlds. But the Israelite God, the one true God, is the one who brings order out. The difference between man being created out of violence and blood, or being created to do the bidding of the gods, just dig the trenches and keep the lawn mowed, stay outside, I'll let you know when dinner's ready. And violence, using to shape man, it is, as we'll see in chapter 2, the breath of life. That he gives man. He doesn't create mankind according to their kinds. He creates mankind according to his kind. You are my image bearer. Let us make man in our image with dignity and honor and blessing. To bear the image of God, to continue on stewarding with wisdom and beauty and blessing to be fruitful and multiply. And when God looked at all that he had created, he said, behold, it is very good. Up until day six, he uses, it was good. And then day six, behold, it was very good. As God is rescuing and establishing love, He makes known to them their history and His history. His nature, who He is, against the backdrop of the creation narratives. the Israel, saw God. How would this affect? If all you had known is the warring factions of the gods, not only that, but this is not only our God. This is God who is also God over the end. How would this shape this people in the answer to the story? How would this maybe fill them with hope? How would it change the way they saw this God who had heard their cries and came down? How would it shape the way they saw themselves? How would it shape the way they saw the other nations and their gods? Let's finish with this this morning. Let's take our own cultural narratives, creation narratives that we are told or we kind of adhere to, whether intentionally or unintentionally in our culture, confirm some of our cultural assumptions about the way the world came to be. The two attributes that jump out to me in this creation there he is good that's a distinction the creation he's powerful so how does that speak to my cultural narrative well um, known about him but I don't just get to make up the things that I want to do there ought to be a sense of, of reverence and awe and fear that this is a holy fear that this is the God who created I ought to have to sit there and go okay, okay, wait a minute he is the one that designed the things the way they should be so I should seek to understand that there's a sense of awe and wonder we got a new dog a couple of uh, months ago and I, that dog I, it won't come to me. Come. Um, God, standing over the void, says, let there be light. And it happens. Light obeys. I am not the be-all, and all of creation. I will bow down before a great and mighty God. One way or another, I will bow down before a great and mighty God. Who governs over all nations, all tribes, all tongues, all denominations, all sports fans, all political parties, all peoples. So I should have a deep sense of holy fear and caution if and when I dare speak on his behalf. Which I will say for my job is a bit daunting. And yet, and yet, he's good. His creation is good. He's not at war with other gods. He's not at war with lesser gods. He created out of the abundance of his goodness. He was going to trip up and mess up, and I'm going to show you who's boss. He designed us to thrive. He designed the world for us good. And the way he designed the world is ultimately what is good for us. You and I were created good. He's not primarily right. Something else against the cultural narrative of our day. Uh, we have meaning and billions and trillions of years ago. There is meaning. A, a narrative. We are part of something that is happening, that has a beginning and has an end. We have meaning. The God of all being created us with blessings to bear fruit. He doesn't create us to bear fruit for our own. He doesn't create our bucket lists and say, you better fulfill these before you die because this is the only shot you have. This. govern over to bless the, the, the spheres of influence that we have so that there will be is this idea of mission and calling and what we are called to be and do as followers of Jesus in this world what was understanding uh, was understanding this the Bible does not start uh, and I, you don't have to raise your hands but this is what I was raised with you're a sinner in need of a savior it's incomplete the Bible does not start there The Bible starts, I created all things good. It was very good. That's not just creating a new relationship out of thin air, but he actually it's reconciliation. He restores our relationship with God. We had this and we lost it. And God reconciles it and restores it. And the hope is one day He's going to do it with all things. You and I were designed good. In fact, God will say very good. In salvation, we are actually, to trust Jesus, we are actually becoming more of who we were designed to be. When somebody says, I'm only human, and they mean it in a bad way, that's actually not an accurate statement. You're only fallen human. To be human is to be made in the image of God. To be human is to be very good according to his kind. And so our mission is not just to get people to go to heaven, but our mission, our mission is actually beyond more than that. It's to cultivate, it's to garden in work and in labor and in creativity and in relationships and in friendships and in truth and beauty and justice and righteousness. We are restored to this mandate. To govern over justly and rightly. To bear the image of God bringing order out of chaos. To have right and godly and good dominion, not oppression like the other gods. That's actually what we were designed for. That's actually the... So let me give you your assignment for this week. I right? But it has everything to do with spiritual work. Here's your assignment that I want to give you for this week. I want you to read through Genesis 1. Go a little bit into chapter 2 where it, where it hits day 7. Uh, read through it. You read it in the message. My blessing. Read it in the message. Read through it over and over again. With these questions... There's so much here. Here's a cool thing. This is a god of order and structure, not a god of chaos. Day one, and then day four. So he's got the skies, and then day four, he populates the light and the darkness. He bids the sun to release the fish and the, and, the, and the birds. And he bids them to be fruitful. And then day six, he creates the vegetation in the land. I'm sorry, day three, to eat, feed off the vegetation. And then mankind is kind of the, the penultimate to guide and govern over all of these things. The beauty of the structure of how God creates into this than I can, but I think you might find that there is some consistency. All right, let me give you a question not to ask. Are these literally 24-hour periods? You know why? Genesis really doesn't have anything to do with that. It just doesn't. Be in awe of this. Look at the repetitions. How often does it say, and it was so. And how often it says, and God looked and saw that it was good. Marinate on this. And then take walks. Look at the trees. Look at the land. Let it infiltrate everything that you see and look at. And then here's, here's what I want you to do. Uh, in your GCs this week or among f- to retell this story. See if you can retell in your own words. Retell the story of creation and notice what jumps out at you. Notice what sticks amazed at and emphasized. Alright? This is the God of creation. This is... Let's oh, pray. and yes and distorted all of it think as we labor as we uh, are in, encountered with different emotions and joy and sorrow and pain and hurt and excitement and anxiety and all of those things I pray that you would bring us to mind you are not over areas of life where we neglect that and, and, and not We're not asking for solutions or or just a new life technique. Just inhabit our thoughts and our mind this week. That you are over everything. And settle us. Thank you, God, that in that moment in Exodus, you did not deliver your people and remain unknown. Thank you that you are a God who desires to be known. And desires us to know you. We ask your blessing in our time this morning on communion. Building our identity in Christ for the sake of the world. That's the mission of Refuge Church. For more information, visit us online at seekrefuge.net.